I was watching the TV show and um, I can't remember what the, it might have been. I told you I've been watching West Wing. Right. Mm-hmm. And the reason I asked, asked you that to see how you was going to respond to it. And um, they were trying to convince this guy to run for president or whatnot. He was like, oh, nah, nah. I, I never thought about it. This, that and the third and this, that. And they finally convinced him to run and they took a tour of the Oval office and um he was asking the guy again, he was like, so how's it going in your head when you come in here, you sit down, take the desk or whatever. The dude tried to hit him with the, oh, I never <laughs> even thought about it, man. <laughs> it was like, nigga, anybody running for this position is doing something that they love. It didn't rain in your head yeah. a thousand times. How you want this to go down? And he like conceded and told him how he seen it working. <laughs> it was billions. It was billions. Oh, That's billions. what billions. Yeah, they just came back on. It was billions, and the dude was asking Mike Prince, and they was asking Mike Prince why he wanted to be president, and he was like, "Yeah, I never even thought about it. I just want to better the country." He's like, "Man, get the fuck out of here, bro. We know what you're looking for, yeah, but come on. the reason that we're talking about that family is because I asked Mo. We talked about him coming back in." And how we were going to start the show off this week I said well how'd it go in your head Because you ain't been here mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks And Mo passed the test man He passed the Bronx Tale test He ain't try to act like man I ain't never even think about it Like <laughs> in your veins bro You said it man This went through my head a thousand oh, times yeah. Let me tell you Lou, oh, how yeah. I wanted it to be So like, the floor is yours brother man Welcome back Man Like Let me tell you Well First off uh, Spike Lou. Uh, you, you got this, bro. I appreciate it. It's not, and let and I, y'all see the name of the episode, and y'all see all that. But please, y'all don't don't take it away. I'm I'm leaning into the narrative. That's all. But Spike, I never. I want you to know, and you may already know, how grateful and appreciative I am of you of continuing steering the ship. But also, I, I wanted you to know that. I never had any man, and I you, we didn't have no prior discussion. But I always trusted in your abilities. I always trusted that this was going to be just as good. I always I trusted you completely, and I was thoroughly impressed. Not that I wasn't going to be, and I really enjoyed the experience of actually getting to sit in the fan seat. That is so different. I never got to do that before, bro. Every operation I've been a part of, I had to be in it. And to be able to sit back and watch another week in the books and actually get to sit on the sideline and watch the team play, it's different, bro. I, I don't know if you'll ever get to that that point where you'll you'll take an experience like that, but it's really different to watch your team like play and you kind of sitting on the sideline with the suit on, like like you know what I mean, like waiting to get back. So man, it was crazy. 
That's crazy, fine. bro. That is absolutely right. <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity to be able to do so and keep it going. And you know, not saying, man, I want to shut it down. So I'm not going to be here. So absolutely appreciate you being able to step aside and take the break and feel confident in the break that you needed. Mm-hmm. One of the things uh, I know I mentioned before you left, bringing draw on. Uh, friend of the show and he was like yes, <laughs> he told me he told me the day like bro you're gonna ruin one of my fridays man because if i'm on there then i ain't gonna want to listen to it that so wow. I, I i took that into consideration and i yeah. tried to avoid having him come on it wasn't anywhere <laughs> i didn't want to talk to him and then but i thought that was interesting that's that fire you that way and said it to you he was like ray i ruined this experience for me if i'm on here i want to hear what y'all got to say yes so i thought that was pretty dope Wow. Because you had similar sentiment thinking being able to sit back and just listen to it. And I appreciate that. I definitely do, man. Yeah, it's so uh, welcome back. What well, as you were gone throughout yeah. the, the weeks, man, anything that, what what was on your mind that you was like, damn, I wish I was partying this week. We'll start with that. Okay. Uh week one, you and Dirt enjoyed. You know, I, I wanted more of it. Like I that was a shorter one, so I, I enjoyed it. Uh, kind of a little pre-introduction to kind of his marital podcast and you producing it and stuff like that. So I, I enjoyed that conversation. I was just like, dang, I just wish they went a little longer. Like the conversation was really good and he was getting into some some pockets that I was like, yeah, he he yeah he he been he been he been married for a grip too because I'm married so I know like I'm like oh yeah I knew you could relate to that. I was like oh yeah he's hitting them corners like I know exactly what he's talking about. So <laughs> I I was enjoying the, the the bag he was getting in because it's hard. For men, especially married men, when when you find one that can articulate like the complexity of of being in that role, so I, I appreciated that. Uh, the second week y'all came, uh, then it was Derb and Rich, and that episode about had me in tears. I was mm. like, bro, and shouts out to Rich, man. Y'all know he the honorary third member, you know, absolutely. Uh, uh, but man, like that situation, bro. I mean. This is this is bigger than us. Like it really I know we talk about it and I know some of the some of y'all listening probably think we stop and celebrate everything. But that but truth, I mean, bro, like when he told that story about disarming and disgate disengaging that gentleman and got to the root of it just by the foundation of you saying ask more questions or or me saying like, hey, go into it trying to actually work the problem out and not trying to add to it for your own kind of ego or male testosterone and like just to know how it went that was powerful dude mm-hmm. that was oh was. man that was one of that's one of the best episodes to me like of this this show because it's it's showing proof like it's it's applied and it happened um and then that third lesson to have rich been able to share that to share that right there that was really dope I yeah right yeah and, and and in the third episode like just i love that we talked on the side chat about uh, masculinity versus manhood, and y'all did a dope job. I mean, you talk about learning stuff in real time as a as a grown up when you feel like you know so much. That was just a great moment to like, like wow, I, I I guess I didn't see it that way, and I'm glad that y'all went into it. So man, it was uh all three of the episodes was was dope to me. It's fire to me. I realized some things too, and I, I'm gonna throw the ball in your court. We can get into it, but like podcasting bro is like in my identity dude like it was very hard y'all I have to be honest it was very hard to not come back to the show sooner than what I intended I mean I was struggling like to be like I'm gonna come back a week early I'm gonna 
I mean, it was really hard because I realized not only it's work and it's taxing, but I realized the joy that it brings me and it's my identity. Like, you know how Lil Wayne be like, I am hip hop or I am music. Like, that's how I feel about potting and getting off grew my appreciation of doing this and the responsibility, even the workload, but the responsibility that it serves, even though it, it, like I said, it's taxing on like all of the things I have to do outside of this part of it, but it's so worth it. And I missed it so much. And I'm so glad to be back, bro. Seriously, man. You do get a release from doing this. I had slowed down for a minute because it's off season for a couple other parts. Mm -hmm. And you do kind of miss, you miss that, like having conversation and stuff to say in a space where that's what's looking to be done mm -hmm. like so much shit we do now is so quick and non-interactive with people and shorthand and mm -hmm. you're not really getting to the meat or the thicker shit mm -hmm. and that's what podcasts let you do that's what i enjoy about it because i'm not a real big talker anyway outside of mm -hmm. doing this so this gives me a place to be able to you know do some things get some points across i enjoy it mm -hmm. just like what you're saying you do miss it you Why are you it. not a big talker outside of this? Is it because you do this? Um, <laughs> I had a real Spike Lou answer for you. Like, I really, I'm just not interested. I'm being real with you. Like, the 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 the, the, the most honest and general answer for us is I'm, I'm really just not that interested. Like, I don't really care. Like, people can say stuff that makes me more interested and start to engage, but. I really don't be interested in just having random conversations when I be and I hate small talking. Like, okay. I got you. Yeah, you did yeah, you said yeah, small talking. So work must be a real challenge for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anything really public. I'm a, and the only child stuff too. Like I didn't come oh, up yeah, talking yeah. to brothers and sisters and yeah. shit when I was at the crib. My mom was at work. I was watching TV or playing video games. Like I ain't a big like communicative dude. This is where I do it at most. So Man. Yeah. Bro, Even, yeah. I, just a sidebar, like at my new job, uh, a, a, a person that I work with, like they're they're so like it's a white person, but they're so different. Like normally, I can kind of pick up white people's vibe of like what where they going with stuff, but this is just this one person, <laughs> like they're in like a they're like the head of the you know, and like I be. I, I can't I don't know where you I don't even be knowing what you're talking about I'd be like dang bro I can't even I never normally never had that experience with like people I work with I can kind of pick up oh they're into their kids oh they're into sports I could I cannot pick up this person and it throws me and then I feel like dang I'm probably coming off like an asshole because I'm not even doing the fake laugh because I'm not catching the punch I don't know what you're talking about it's like it's throwing me off is he like over your department yeah, he's over. Definitely. Somebody over. you work for directly. Yeah. And when you say <laughs> when you say you're not getting it, like what do you mean? Like what is it destroying? It's it, it's just like he, this individual. He, they they have such like they have a certain intensity about him for one. Yeah, kind of very intense, but not like intentionally trying to be anything. It's just you have like a a a, a just a. A personality that you don't know what to do like like kind of like i feel like house like the tv show house uh kind i maybe something like that 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 kind of personality not not douchey or nothing but like in that weird like wait what huh i don't like that type of personality kind of <laughs> very like obtuse yeah is it, in, is it in an aggressive way or is it just like in a nonchalant way like is it I know you probably won't get this type of shit or is it like in your face like why don't you understand type of shit 
Nah, it ain't even. It's not. It's not even why don't you understand? It's just like I could tell. Like they're trying to include me into it. You know, into whatever. Like, and it's not like oh, oh it's, it's everybody. Fake, like, I don't. I think it's just the work jargon. It's just that work jargon where you like, asking, but you knew though. You knew. Fairly new, so you yeah, probably trying to get in your good graces. You probably the newest person on the team. Probably right? and probably the youngest too. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's trying to make sure that you yeah. can relate to him, but he's it's, it's falling short. But uh, yeah, but I'm like, ah, I'm trying, but I just don't like. So it's, it's so what that, is his thing then? Have you figured it out? If it's not his kids and he's really into this, like what would you say that he's really into? Like you ain't found no sidebars with him. I think so. It's funny we had an episode of called the news, one of the pivotal early early episodes oh, yeah. but but like i think he's really into the news and so current there's events. like yeah current event stories and like but not like the normal stories kind of some like yeah you could throw someone off because you would be like i ain't i didn't know i don't even like when they got to the <laughs> ufo joint i was like huh like oh okay uh yeah you know that's that's crazy like yeah bro <laughs> so it's it's the little work things we go through as black people yeah, so he, so he'll probably ask you some shit and you'll be like and he'll be like no fucking way you don't know what i'm talking about something like that yeah I, I don't think he like necessarily acknowledges it's just like i don't know where the punch is and then like you might be talking and then it might just cut off it's like oh, oh okay like i have no idea like I, it's so unorthodox bro like i cannot so i really just kind of don't be wanting to say anything i just want to say hey good morning and kind of get out the way because i'm like i can't i don't know where to go with you and i feel i feel weird trying to i don't even have nothing in common with you yeah so i just kind of be like yeah let me just do my job let my job my work be kind of the you know selling point at that point but but yeah i guess your intro was in then brother (laughs) <laughs> all right man let's do it let's roll into it this is chapter 56 of another week in the books we appreciate y'all joining us y'all know what we're here for y'all know what we do to elevate conversations amongst black men brother mo has been out for three weeks but he back Bike. in full force and we talking about maturation and progression can't wait to hear what you were coming up with when you thought of this mo um We'll get into some current events. If you want to holler at us, AWITB2022 at Gmail. Go to the Instagram page. Follow us at Another Week in the Books. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. Engage. Like all the stuff that makes the stuff more popular. Leave a review. Need some of those in our life. All the good stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, Mo, you said you had a question about yeah. something that you heard on, on deck this week. Um, <clears throat> brother. All right, so you and this is real throwback to another week in the books. This is almost like off deck. So for our, for our OG fans, y'all remember this, but I wasn't doing it necessarily in that vein. It just really was something that stood out. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all were talking about finesse two times or whoever y'all was talking about, but like you said something where like kind of like talking about like your inspirations instead of saying your styles are blended like this, and then you kind of went further and to say like basically in some kind of way you 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 don't get to like crown yourself the people got to do that for you you believe yeah. that i'm a firm believer in it. um and not from a sense of you should be humble too humble to claim your position mm-hmm. right like you should always feel like you one of the best to do what you do if you really have a passion for it but you can't come out and say you're the best like, I ain't never heard Jordan say that. I ain't never really heard Tom Brady say that. Now, you're not going to hear him say, oh, this motherfucker better than me or 
you're not gonna hear them say that they cool with losing or cool with being second however you also won't hear them just like have to say that i feel like you prove you're the best when you're performing in your field and in that performance people start to call you that versus you having to say it. is that fair that's fair I strongly but, disagree. sounds like a sound like a book <laughs> it's i strongly disagree in what uh, sense I, well okay so when i read the book from the artist russ yeah i know russ the mm-hmm. italian rapper pop star it's all in your head if y'all haven't got it. it's a 15 dollar book change your life he yeah you know that black and italian connection is always there um but there was a point in the book where he spoke about like he even done it in interviews where he's just like you want me to wait for y'all to crown me and say i'm good enough and then if i drop the ball it's it's, it's up for y'all in in so many words it's like i i'm not letting y'all control my legacy like you you can't like especially when i know i'm doing it like i'm doing numbers but so for me i said that and even like a like a kanye he was early in the game saying i am walt disney right i i am he was saying these things but he was but even then people were looking at him crazy but now he's showing proof now people like oh he is a genius oh he is this but he's always done that even when he was like wasn't huge on the geezer's dock and all that so the only reason i say that is i mean sure coming out being like you're the best and you're underground all right, bro. You look like a, a dude in the comments trying to ask somebody burnt. Go get him. Go get your mixtape. Zip. You know what I mean? But like, if you're in active and you're doing some things, I don't think you have to necessarily wait for people. I think people almost got to catch up at some point if you stay consistent. I I just don't like. I'm at that point with myself. Where it's like, no, I, I know I'm. I know I'm cold. Like, and I'm. I'll say it out loud, and that's fine. People are like, nah, you ain't cold. Like, all right, cool. But I don't, I don't believe like I have to necessarily wait for like people wait till they die to get acknowledged for their legacy or their greatness. I just don't I don't know. I just don't buy into it. When you said that, I was just like, you don't buy into. So what's the difference between cockiness and, and confidence to you? Um, Cocky. It's hard because pause. And and are you and are you okay with cockiness? I think it's necessary in some in some areas. Okay. Um, it's kind of like the ego thing. You got to have a certain ego. I've been hearing this a lot lately on some podcasts. But like, you got to have an ego in certain fields because that's what's going to drive you uh, to move a certain way. Like like Jordan, you seen that clip when they when they they're talking about the the what the USA is like if the game is on the line, who who you want to have the ball? He's like Psh, me. me. Like right. what do you mean? So I think you gotta have that cockiness in that in certain aspects, but I don't know. I, I they they walk a close uh, they walk a close line, but I think cockiness is like the lack of acknowledgement of other factors. That's what I think. It versus confidence is the same thing, but it acknowledges the other factors. Like oh, this person's good too. Oh, this person's doing this. All oh, these you you acknowledge what's going on. Cocky is like I don't see none of y'all. I don't acknowledge what's going on. Like I'm so up here, I'm so this about my my creation, my product, what I'm doing. I don't see none of y'all. No acknowledgement. And that's cocky, and that's bad. I'm not you saying you have Lil Wayne that says I was the best rapper alive, mm-hmm. or even like like let's make it more personal. For me, I wouldn't say oh I'm the best. I'm the best podcaster to do this. I'm just that's just not my personality. However, if you ask me, do I feel like that I could do this with anybody and compete on the top level and be like 
just as effective in it as they are, then I'm going to tell you yes. But I still wouldn't go to the step and say, well, I'm the best to do, to do it. Is that what you're talking about? Like, or is that what you're saying that you feel like some people should do? Oh, I, I definitely think you should do that sometimes. Like, like I, I, if you said that, it's like, yeah, I'm the best. Then you, then you just got to be ready for the follow-ups. All right, why are you best? You go into, you go into why? Because it, it, it's not about. To me, it's everything like but we that don't turn you off as a consumer, like as a person who's fan of people. It used um, to. It, that's okay. So that that thought process, it don't don't work. No. Mm-mm. What changed? Uh, I mean, like I said, when I when when I used to listen to them Russ interviews, he really like changed my whole mentality on it. Cause like I used to be like, dang this dude cocky, like he talking crazy. I'm like, bro, we don't even know you like that. But then I I was looking at them interviews. I looked at that pull up with Joe Budden I, years ago. I, I read his book, and then I was like, nah, I understood I understood completely what he was talking about. If I had to quote, I would have I would have pulled it up. But like when I understood where he was coming from, I was like, nah, he's right. Like so I I've I subscribe to that same thing. I mean, there's ways to do it, but it's like if if I feel like I'm the hardest working man in podcasting because I do this many things, and I am like. And I guess I'm kind of on the fence with it. I'm open to like I appreciate confidence, cockiness. Mm-hmm. Like I appreciate people that can pop their shit, um, but not unprovoked, right? Like I, I don't want a nigga to walk in a room doing. <laughs> well, okay, you know what I'm saying like I don't, <laughs> don't want a nigga. Yeah, you know I mean like yeah, I don't want the nigga to grab the mic. Gotta let you know, oh, man, right. I'm I do this and I got this much motion and like, bro, I don't give two fucks. That ain't however. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't, but I just want to be clear because there's two different ways to do it, though. Yeah, right? you're right. Like, you're right. If a nigga can test you and 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 got you fucked up, oh, I really appreciate the bad the the rebuttals to that. Like a nigga be like, nah, you really don't know who I am <clears throat> on on some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have no problem with that. However, what my issue would be is people who are too I don't want to say lazy. They're too confident and they haven't put in the work that they need yet mm-hmm. to circle the point back around to finesse two times in the example. Mm-hmm. Like he was saying that he a little bit of Gucci man, a little bit of Yo Gotti, a mm-hmm. little bit of um, Dobie and it was somebody else. Yeah. And it's like the response that you're going to get from that is like, bro, you don't you haven't done enough work mm-hmm. to compare yourself to them people. Mm-hmm. You can say that they influence me. But you can't say I'm a little bit of each of them because all of them have a lot more success than you have. Mm. That's the place that I'm even in the comparison that I gave on there when Steph Curry was talking about Magic Johnson. It really wasn't a good comparison because the guy Gilbert Arenas was interviewing Steph and he asked Steph, do you think you're the best point guard ever? I do appreciate a nigga being like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about a Magic Johnson or a John Stockton <laughs> or none of that. I'm the, I'm that dude. Mm-hmm. I appreciate someone doing that, but I don't appreciate a nigga being like, again, involuntarily as okay. Money Bag Yo was doing. Like, you okay. can't just up one day on on Instagram or Twitter and be like, ah, oh, nigga, I'm a mixture of these people. Like, bro, stop. Okay. Like people gonna <laughs> roast you for that one, like you said. Now back it up. Yeah. Now what you gotta do is be relevant for ten to fifteen years. You gotta sell millions of records. Like you gotta do the people that you gotta do that now. Yeah. But if you on the back end of you, Steph Curry, or like you said with me, like if you've worked hard enough to be able to pop your shit, then pop your shit, of course. Okay. But if you haven't, then don't. That's, and that's how hard. And that's how hard to gauge the merit of what's hard enough work. 
You know what I mean? And that's why uh, I asked what you thought about the difference between confidence and cockiness is. Because mm. the confidence, I feel like that comes with doing the work. And mm. you have done it. You've done these things. So you feel confident enough to say, if you Wayne, I'm the best rapper alive. Yeah. And I dare any nigga to say anything about that. Okay. He had the confidence to say that because he had done the work. I've been doing these freestyles. I've been on all these verses. I've uh, I'm accomplished in this mm-hmm. versus a nigga just being like, ah, nigga, I'm the hottest nigga out. Nigga, check me out. Like, if, bro, I ain't got to check you out if you the hottest nigga. I would know. Yeah, I know y'all had that. Shit. Yeah, I was say similar like y'all. You said years ago the on deck thing when the, when y'all do was like, how come I ain't never heard of y'all? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, nigga, I don't know you. Like for some so, and I know we'll move on. It's been a while, so y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to bear with us. But like recently, like on IG, so I have a I have another Instagram. I got a few Instagram, but like I have an Instagram blend. It's called Supreme Peaks. It's Sopranos and Twin Peaks. So. I have been actively putting in the work. I've I, I told y'all about this before, but like I wanted to put myself into a space. Can I create on a consistent level? Can I create this art? Can I create these video blends? And I've been consistent dropping some every day, just seeing how I can do it. I recently got up to over a thousand followers. That's more than any page. That's more than this page, another week of books, any page I'm, I'm involved in because I put in the work. So recently, one of the other pages tagged like me and like nine other IG pages. So there's tons of pages that have like that are like referenced within this world of like Twin Peaks or whatever. But like he only tagged the ones he felt was like the dopest, really. So he tagged all of us and made like these blends of like basically shooting up all of our characters from our shows or whatever. So I was I already felt like, yeah, I am that nigga. I knew I'm I'm that guy. Like I already knew I was that guy. So when he did it, I went right to the office and I said, Oh, we doing that? I made a video blend getting back at them like and these other people got like 20,000 followers 15,000 I only got 1,100 but I'm in that bag and I always felt that way when I was at 400 when I was at five like so I'm learning but like you said it is unprovoked I wasn't out loud saying hey yo Supreme Peach is the best you know TV show blend pot like I ain't do none of that but like I always knew that I'm, I'm one of the dopest there yeah, I know so yeah I, I get what you're saying unprovoked it, you look nuts you're right <laughs> Yeah, like nobody want to hear that. Yeah, I like because people will find you. Like yeah. if you know what you're doing, like people will find you. Like, yeah. it, it eventually happens if you are consistent enough and you good as you say you are. Like mm. motherfucker that's gonna that's in that industry gonna come across you and be like, oh shit, mm. where this been at all my life? Let me ask one more thing. Yes, sir. Are you top five podcasters? Because mm. I know you. You'll say who's better than you. So then, where where do you stand? Um, I don't know if it's five people that I would feel like are better than me to do this. Okay, I don't think so. Okay, I'm just trying to gauge your confidence, cockiness level, trying to see where you at with it, because because you'll you'll run down the catalog. So that's why, you know, yeah, I want I want to see where you at. But okay, and then what'd you think about when I said I was at with it? (laughs) What? What did you think about where I said I was at with it? With what? Is that that? Oh, right here? You asked me whether, yeah. You asked me oh, whether no. I top five, and, and I, my response was, I believe so. And to you, that would say what? I, I, I'm like, all right. But I, I if I'm you, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you asked. I told you. Like, bro, yeah. what, sell it. Sell it. You can't be Richie April. You got to sell it. You, Yeah, I'm, I'm top five, bro. Didn't sell it. 
Huh? Couldn't sell it. I was you saying should, what you said. You should have sell it. You could have sell yeah, it. Sell you know, it. you got the catalog. No, I, yeah, I, yeah, I absolutely believe that. One hundred percent. It ain't five people that I feel like can say they done or do as much or as good as what I do with this. Absolutely, I one hundred percent. I'm gonna get you to talk that talk one of these days. Facts, man. Even though that ain't in my personality, man. What I do, I, I want to just put the numbers on. I want to point to the scoreboard. That's okay. the most effective. Yeah, that's the most effective shit talking that it is. Is pointing to the scoreboard and be like, "Look what I've done. <laughs> Look how the people have received me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my uh, as Yo Gotti said. Look at my Yo Gotti had a crazy term. Do you li- did you listen to his last album? Nah, man. That man said he had driveway furniture. Driveway furniture. Think about the flex that he, I just buy cars to sit in the driveway because they look good. There. I don't he, drive. He, he's just a wild like guy. $100,000 $100, car. It's, just, it's here to sit in the driveway. It's driveway furniture. That's crazy. That's a crazy flex. Uh, I'll give him that. That's, in the that's provado, a strong yeah. flex right there. That's a strong flex, man. But also to Mo, in additional, you know, relevancy, current event thoughts. Something crossed my feed that I wanted to run by you because there was a similar story that we've told on, on deck before that, that I felt like was kind of comparable. And I want to see what you think. Valdosta State. Valdosta is in South Georgia. Real country, small town. Right. They have a baseball team. And there was this kid from Jackson State that transferred to their baseball team. And coach told him, hey, bro, got to cut the dreads. Can't play on the team. You don't cut the dreads, big dog country but not how i'm saying it. he mm-hmm. said in a country white boy accent that triggers all of us black mm-hmm. men <laughs> like, hey, you know you gotta cut the, you cut your hair like some shit oh, like that man i can hear it now you, oh. so yeah yeah it's a video out there him telling him that you know it don't matter what other players got who are who are uh coincidentally white doesn't matter that their hair is longer yours doesn't look as kept those are my words, not the coaches. Uh, but you just got to cut your hair to be on the team. And you don't want to cut your hair, you're not going to be on the team. He recorded it, thought it was bad. Now, Adam Brown had told this story on, on deck about this guy that we worked with before. He did camera work, production, and he worked for Family Feud. Mm, yeah. And he had dreams. And one day he was pulled to the side. And it was Steve Harvey telling him, you would go a lot further in this industry and, and what you're doing if you cut your hair. Steve Harvey ended up hiring him and moving him to L.A. to do production on mm-hmm. Family Feud. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the difference is in that, one. In which part? Cutting, cutting your hair or keeping it? Or? What's the difference between, well, one... What do you oh. think about having to cut your hair to meet some type of criteria for other people? And two, what's okay. the difference in AB's story with Steve Harvey telling this guy that mm-hmm. black man to black man, I'm successful. I want to see you be successful. Here's a tip for you mm-hmm. versus white coach to black athlete. You have to do this to be on the team. What's the difference in that? Zero. Mm. There is no, there is really? no, there is no difference. Because I reached out to Adam Brown, he said it was a big difference. Nah, it ain't no difference. Mm. Tell it, me see, more. see, people want to see people want to put this racial shade on on stuff. Like people want to like, oh, well, it's different because he coming to him as a black man saying, but you're but you're going to the same resource. It's the white person. 
Mm. You just you just come off as the house nigga. You're the whistleblower. <laughs> like what? That's the same thing. Like so you, you that Steve Harvey in this situation. It's the same. Yes, the same. That man could have said. Yes. The white even though Mo, let me challenge say, you. Let me okay. challenge you just a little bit. Even right. though Steve Harvey is accomplished enough to know mm-hmm. that if you do this, you will be more successful. This is not just a suggestion. Okay. This is me being this in this business for thirty plus years and telling you what I've seen. Mm-hmm. All right, go, Steve. I'm not saying he's wrong. Okay. In the information, in okay. the intel he has based on the industry, I'm not saying he's wrong. What I'm telling you is this is the same thing. The white dude saying you can't now the foundation and where you're coming from might be different, but I think it's all the same thing. It's to please the white man. <laughs> it's, the, it's it's no different to me. Like you want to get success, you want to get in these rooms, you can turn, cut off them black dreads, bro. Like that, that it's the same thing to, to please the white man. So for me, I, I always have issue with this because it's like, again, like we talked about in a, a previous episode, like, bro, you're not going to tell me to change something from a personal standpoint. Like you could tell me from a performance standpoint. Don't tell me what to change from a personal standpoint. Like never. Like I'm never. I'm not cutting my hair. I'm not doing anything you ask. I don't care if I don't get far enough and you're stopping me because of how my hair looks. Then I don't want to be. I don't want to rock with you. Like it's that simple. Oh, I can't play baseball here. Okay, cool. Like you're telling me because I have dreads, I can't pitch a ball crazy. I can't hit a home run. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not allowed to run the bases because my hair. Man, get out of here, dude. Like what you talking about, bro? Let me ask you this. I think this is good. This is going to be a good conversation. Let me ask you this. Genuinely ask you this. What if, hypothetically, you and I were out kicking it? We're trying to make it to where we go in this podcast game, getting interviews, getting meetings and stuff. And what if I pull you to the side and I say, hey, Mo, you got to throw on like a two piece or something, bro. Like you got to pause, not two piece. <laughs> 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 I know what you meant, but golly, that's crazy. That's Put a crazy. nigga to the side saying throw it in two pieces. Fucking nuts. But no, um, what if I pull you to the side, right? And I'm like, hey, break. And we've gotten deal money, and you know, we have the money from doing these podcasts. Hey, bro, take like 10, 15,000 out of the podcast account and just go buy some, some up, up your clothes and stuff, man. Dress like more to the room or something like that is that any different it is different okay tell me more uh again when we talk about my personnel like who i who i am because it's who i am versus what i what i have like who i am is like let's say i got fake teeth i got veneer teeth or something telling me that's almost like pulling me to the side and say hey with all due respect like bro you gotta take them them dentures or them fake teeth out like that's a part of me like are you like I know it's funny, but for real, it's saying like, that with the hair, right? Yeah, with the hair. So it's okay. like it's a part but if of the nigga me. telling you, hey man, your swag just ain't all the way together. I got a suggestion because I'm looking out for you yeah. to do this. You wouldn't take that the same way. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Like, cause I I'd be like, okay, well, give me a little bit more. Like you say, ask another question. Yeah. I give me a little more. Okay, check this out. They pull up the slides on the on the on the tablet. Like this is what has it's found that it. this is work. It's not like okay, I go for the look. I try it out. Gotcha. But okay. don't tell me about what's on me. Like if if again, like I said, the teeth thing, or like if I don't know if I'm a muscular. Hair is the best example. Yeah, hair it is, is the, the best example. It's the best example, but it, it's yeah. You just can't. You don't like every. Can't be like, hey, bro. It'd be we'll get more deals if you had a fade versus having yeah. a high top with the like. That's wild to say. It, to me. Whether you black or white, 
Well, it's not wild to say. It's just a wild ask, I guess. Like, mm. no. <laughs> like, I mean, what what do you feel? Because I know we talked about it. And I asked, I said, what about right now with you in that previous episode? With your hairstyle now, they say, hey, Spike Lou, I, I see what you're doing. It's, it's pretty clean, but we prefer... If you just go ahead, cut it yeah, all the low way low. Cut with the fade. Yeah, low cut with the yeah, fade. Or no, 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 no. Here's what. No, here's what it was. No, last time I said not your hair, but they say, hey, uh, we like a really clean shaven man. Yeah, we say, hey, see, they say you can keep nah, a mustache, but everything else, see, that's all. And and then like, like, it, it feels wrong for you to say like, nah, I'm good, and it feels powerful and prideful. But at what point? If we're having a real conversation, would it be detrimental to you? Like if it's a lot of money, like if it's life changing money for your family, for you, mm -hmm. if it's the key to getting to where you're looking to be and all you have to do is cut your hair or cut your beard off. At what point are you just being stubborn, though? It ain't like stubborn. If, a nigga, if a nigga knock on your door tomorrow Mo, and be like, bro, if you cut and have this fade, I'm going to give you a contract for two, three million dollars a year. Your whole life is about to change. I just need you to get a fade because we cannot do the the wild top. No. Like, at what point are you looking at that and being like, I got to do what's best for my family, bro. Fuck this hair. Again, bro. Like, I, when I worked at IHOP years ago, like, I remember I had to, like, I didn't have nah, a beard. Throw IHOP out, though. Let's throw. I'm talking about life changing okay. opportunities I, and I, money. I was though. trying to show you where I was versus where I, I, I am. Damn, damn, damn. I'm but sorry, where I was at, at the, I, I just I, I wrap it up quick. Where I was at the IHOP day, days, I was in a desperate position. I need to do what I need to do, and I made a decision as far as a hair situation. <laughs> where I am today, there is no compromise. It's not stubborn to me because I stand where I stand. For me, it's like you can two, three million. Because again, we talked about before. Like, where does it stop? This is not the end. This is the start. If I mm -hmm. cut my hair, what are you going to ask for after that? I'm not I, I can't do that like no you you even respect my work or that's or don't like money I told you bro like the money conversation always gonna be the same for me you, you're not gonna move me off my rocker because you dangle money in my face pause if needed but, but we're not just talking about dangling money though right okay you like, we're talking about life-changing opportunities mm -hmm. like and this is a good question for you because I, I don't have any of these things I don't have girl or kids and things so would you feel a type of way if your wife were mad at you for you saying like this just i i can't do this and she looking at you like bro like i'm trying to be a housewife and i go to work no more <laughs> and they talking about giving us the type of money to do that mm -hmm. like you slick let me down as my partner to be like i'm holding on to my hair over this life-changing experience <laughs> for our union that's a great question <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fire question. Well, we do here. <laughs> that's a fire question because I Cause mean, I know some married men listening right now. Yeah, like yeah, theoretically, I don't want to hear her mouth for thirty more years talking about right. I could have been doing this versus what I'm doing now. If you just cut your hair, yeah, like we know how that goes. Is, is yeah, you right? You you're right. Now I'm gonna go theoretic here because in re in real time, like she would, she gonna rock where I rock because we're at that that's stage. Now where she understands is like because if, if the shoe was on the other foot and they told you, hey, you know, you got the natural hair and that's fine, you know, and all that, but you know, we we kind of prefer press. like a kind of a press straight Turn down. Look. Press it out. It looks a little more professional for us. Like and she would be like, No, I'm not doing it. I'm rocking the natural. I feel closer to my roots or whatever her foundation of why she won't do it, I, I won't blink an eye. 
because I always believe if the product is there, if the work is there, this is the this is the problem that rappers, the decisions that rappers make. If if uh-huh. this person's offering you a deal, then obviously you have something to present. You have something that's worth paying for. So then if you have something worth paying for, oh, then you're not going to okay. be the only person. You're not going to be the on, they're not going to be the only person coming to you for it. Somebody else so, will say, "Oh, I'll come. I'll take you with the dreads." So, but people get desperate. Got you, got you, got you. So, my understanding to your denial of it would be: if they're coming to me with this, I can stay the same and maybe take less money, do more work, mm-hmm. work with someone else. I don't have to concede with that because I've built up enough cachet for them to come to me with this. Yeah. So, somebody else got to be out there who ain't asking the same thing of me. Well, I feel like I'm putting myself on the line. That's your yeah. biggest thing. That's yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. That See, makes sense. Because you. So I and yeah. I guess I'm just looking at it from if someone thought that this was their only chance, and that you spoke to that as far as desperation. Okay. Like a lot of niggas would do shit out of desperation and be mad yeah. at themselves forever. Yeah. yeah. Hold their resentment against their girl because she forced them to do this shit that way. Like what you're saying, well, you saying? We should have done this, but. I guess that is a great way of thinking of it Like you're saying If someone is knocking at the door Then somebody else is at the sidewalk Or at the mailbox mm, Yeah Let me at least go see what they got to say Before I put all my eggs in this basket To do some shit That I don't want to do That's what you're saying That's what I'm saying You know what You know what you, I ain't mad at that Here's the good thing about you You optimistic anim- Yeah well Yeah But but here, here I'm gonna use you and Animal Brown for example mm-hmm. Y'all have been grinding for a decade Right Right Y'all starting to see some. I mean, y'all y'all been seeing success over years, but y'all starting to get into new pockets and places. Mm-hmm. Y'all have had the opportunity to watch for a long time. Mm-hmm. You've watched the interviews. You've watched the re, you know the promo. You've watched the deals. You've seen paperwork. You've had conversations. You've seen you know. You've had time to be able to understand that by the time people are knocking on my door, and the work I've put in for so long. Oh, I'm pretty confident because I've had time to be, become successful. I, I'm not an overnight success. So if somebody's asking, then somebody else is looking as well. So that's kind of the beauty in when a deal in like if you make one hit record like the guy I was talking about, and somebody they offer you deals right away. No, you don't. That's not necessarily the move you want to make. But if you've had time to watch, no way you're gonna come to me and say yeah, but you need to cut your locks. No, you no, know, no, no, because I know my value. I know the you got more leverage. Yeah, you got more exactly. Leverage. So that's. But if you're desperate, I mean, by any means. But it, it, I mean, I, I, I think just say, where the, does it stop? That's, that's a good question. Where does it stop? But I think one of the bigger conversations that need to be addressed out of this, one of the micro conversations out of this macro conversations is how niggas, how desperate niggas be feel. Like I'm I'm so desperate That I feel like That I have to jump through hoops Make these adjustments In order for people To fuck with me So I can get the things That I want to do And then you end up Not being happy Because you feel like You sold your soul A lot of these rappers That you look at A lot of entertainers Look at it like I had to do all of this bullshit And I ain't even really Comfortable in myself Or what I had to do To get here And I thought the money Was going to make This shit feel better But it doesn't Yeah So That's part of the struggle That you have from a lot of people it was good. I thought I knew. I figured that'd be a good talk, man. I mean, I but but so are you on the same page with that though? Overall, or like you kind of like if you if somebody uh, knocking on your door with the two three million dollar podcast deal and they're telling you like, hey, mustache only, like, 
we're gonna we're gonna have a camera crew and this and that. And we're looking for a certain kind of look. You and Animal Brown, y'all got. We're gonna make you the ESP. We're gonna make you the ESPN. You know, we're gonna of hip hop and we're gonna you know we're gonna do the whole. We're gonna give you basically the elevated everyday struggle. And y'all got y'all. You know, they might say, "Hey, yo, you just gotta cut your beard. You just gotta cut your beard. You need you gotta do mustache only. We're looking for kind of a clean cut. Now you could do that. You could do your top of your hair is like how you want, and you can wear your your graphic tees and stuff, but. But the the beard thing, we just we like more of a clean cut, you know. We we're promoting skincare and this, you know, whatever. Like, um, they already got they got the whole set set up for y'all, like, <laughs> you know, like the Joe Budden joint. And, I wouldn't um, be against it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. I wouldn't be against it. I That's like real. my beard, but I'm I'm not dumb. Okay. Either. I don't have like four or five niggas knocking on my door offering me a couple million dollars. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so you need a certain assessment of. Yeah, like if, like you said, if I have leverage, then no. Hmm. Like if, if if I've established myself and I have enough leverage to where, nigga, I get one of these calls a day or a month, where nigga offering me a million dollars to do this, that, and the third. I just need to figure out what works best for me. And if one nigga calling me and saying, "Hey, you got to cut your beard," and another nigga calling me and saying, "Hey, I'm offering you five hundred thousand less dollars," those offers are going to be considered the same, right? Like. But if it's one nigga, if it's one person, one company entity calling saying, hey, all you got to do is this. And this is the 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 stepping stool that I'll need a Spike Lou to continue on and do what I need to do in this business. Yeah, I might have to take one for the team. But again, if it's yeah. if it's the dough and it's nine, ten niggas at the dough and like there's different offers and one of them is this and one of them is that. then Yeah, I have a lot more considering to do. How long do you wait? That That's probably the trickiest part that. That people probably face the most Like they get that call They get that opportunity And they say hey We're gonna give you a little time To make a decision But you ain't got necessarily You got leverage Well you got catalog You got yep. product But you're yep. not Not necessarily getting those knocks And you haven't right. had a knock in years And so that person come to you But you don't agree to the terms fully But they give you time to think about it It's kind of like That's kind of the tricky part Like how long do you wait For When that establish your leverage When that knock comes you, it's now upon you as a person and being dedicated and doing what you're doing to use that. If this ain't the ideal deal for me, mm -hmm. let me use this to start making the calls and start contacting the people to let them know I have this on the table or that someone is paying this much attention to me or that I have this to offer as leverage. What can you offer me? Hmm. That's when it's on you. Like the okay. deal that, like you said, at first not cool. Now, it's on me to be the person that I say that I'm going to be to use this as leverage to continue to get what I want from the situation. Okay. Fair enough. That was good shit, man. That was yeah. good shit. So, Mo, tell me. You listen for three weeks. You sit on the stands. You <sighs> you got to you got to hear what another week in the books was like from the other stand of it, and then you came back with matura maturation and progression. Yeah. How did you get here? What you want to hit on specifically? And let's get into it. Well, y'all, y'all that like really rock with us. I know, I know a lot of y'all love. I, I, I feel like people really like the like we talked about right before the three week hiatus. Like I feel like people really like the breaking the fourth wall moments with me and you, where we kind of get personal. And this is another one of those moments. Um, mm -hmm. Shouts out to Rich. Um, we finally, finally had a conversation with the in-laws. Uh, no. Over the three-week time, 
this is way back from when you asked yeah and we talked about it on here, yeah right? yeah when dan was on that episode right and, and then, you're saying shout out to rich because he said go ahead and do it yeah even though it, it was always set in stone it was not like off the table it was all it, it was already kind of set in stone when he said it but like but we talked and rich was like go ahead man like you knew yeah you he really was saying again it. like man if you know if, if you got it you know what i mean like and respect to rich and i and Not to rich man rich a dope brother man i'm, I'm you really know rich i was able to meet you two guys man i, man, ain't I yeah i ain't gonna hold you because you, you know rich is one of them dudes where it's like he's just one of them dudes like you want to you want to do so much work with like because he, he's one of those he's a great collaborator like he's you know you know you got it he's like bro i want to keep creating projects with you because i like doing business with you you know so he's just one of them people like you want to keep creating projects and yeah we'll work with him like okay what can we do together because you know but anyway shouts out to rich man he has shouts that presence yeah he got a, a presence like that yeah he like, does what, what can we do together to make yeah. sure that yeah absolutely absolutely that's why you know i, I got I, i'm hoping we can work out this big plan that I, I i have an idea for but we'll uh we'll see about it but um we we um that include me or is that not? No, yeah, I'm no, not, this uh, oh this this big umbrella. <laughs> this guy over here. Look at him trying to play humble, but he top five though. See, look at him. <laughs> you gotta be able to do both, man. <laughs> this guy over here top five, but he trying to play like oh the name of the group chat that I'm in, they changed the name of the group chat It's been a running joke all week. It's two things can be true. That's the name of the chat. On, that's the name of the chat. Because <laughs> niggas can never agree on shit and we'll argue about it forever. And then the, the ultimate consummation of it was two things can be true. Is that the new at the end of the day? Like, is that the new version? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, two things. Well, actually, it's the extension of that. Oh, at it's the, the extension. The day, two okay. things can be true. <laughs> All two right. Things can be true. That's respectable. But, you know, um, I wasn't looking forward to this phone call, this FaceTime. We hadn't really spoke uh, when we went to Indy for a visit. Uh, she went to go see him. Of course, I've been I've been dolo. I, I ain't been over there. I ain't really had no conversation since everything had transpired. And so since we've been back in been back in Florida and all that, it's been set up for a little bit. Like, okay, let's have this conversation and have a meeting, you know, family meeting and all that. And so we have this family meeting on FaceTime. I I didn't really agree to do the, the FaceTime. I didn't want to do it. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't want to do it at all, but you know, it was the closest thing to being in person that we had at the moment. So I, I had to just get with it. We get on there. Wait, can we take a step back before you get further? Yeah, absolutely. Want to clear some stuff up for people? Okay. Had this been a pending conversation that you had been waiting to have? Like, why was it necessary? Like, why was the FaceTime schedule? What happened okay. to where now y'all are going to talk as a family? Um. <clears throat> I have been out the loop. If you don't mind sharing. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't mind. Again, we we like if you like what well, ain't a part of it, Lou. We can move on from it. Like it's cool. no, it's all good. I, I don't mind sharing because I'm never. I'm not going to bring any parties down right. in this regard. You know, and if they do feel that way, then that's you know those are your feelings. These are mine. <laughs> so uh, that's if you like that, you like that. That's <laughs> the ultimate nigga. Like man, I'm like, fuck it. If you feel a type of way, nigga, that's on nope. you. Not but me. That, that's your feelings. Just... Like you, you can have yours. Those are yours for you to keep. Do what you want with okay. yours. But these are my feelings. Uh, so my wife has been building momentum. She had built momentum, enough momentum, and like she had got back to like her and dad. They laughing at you know we're back at it, having you know well they're back at it doing that. But like you know of course, uh, stepmom not not quite the same. Um, which is going to tie into where I got the theme of this episode, maturation and progression. So there's been build up momentum, but it was all it 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 was always still kind of like 
you are right with things, but you're still kind of not really there yet. Actually, you're a lot not there, and we find out more. So the how I get into the loop, how we even have the meeting is when we went down there and she went to go see everybody, the energy was weird for her. And so she just decided to, you know, exit on out of there. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to cut out. It's good seeing y'all and stuff. And I think they realized, like, the energy was weird. So she. You didn't go? No, nah, I ain't been there in the grip. And I'm gonna tell you why. When, when we get so your birth, wife traveled to go see her family, and you like well, we well we went to Indy together, but I was with my peoples. So she just go over there for a second. She coming back. Did she come to your people? Yeah, like we stayed. We stayed with my sister. She ain't go see her. People. No, it's been like that for a grip. Like because, well, because like I said, the last time that I seen them was like when they were snapping on me and going crazy after my daughter's performance and she's crying in the car because she didn't understand what was going on and so i knew then i said yep that's it you knew that was the last straw for you i for me it definitely was but disrespect to your daughter not no not disrespect but the lack of acknowledgement of it i'm getting let me just i'll get there let me just try to fast forward up because i don't want to talk for that no you good so for those that are new listeners uh, go back to the episode uh, with Dan if y'all are not caught up on it. Not the recent one with Spike and Dan, but the one before that. Uh, y'all go. Y'all actually was uh, called Twenties. Yeah, I think that was the Twenties episode. Go back to that one if y'all y'all want a little more context to like the whole scenario, how everything went. Um, but anyway, so it was always on the table like let's have this family meeting or whatever because I know he had stre- uh, kind of explained that he wanted things to get back to regular. He you know. Everything going on him with his health, some serious serious health, uh, and of course she has some things. So we get there, you know, we get on the Facetime, we have the conversation, and uh, the the stepmom just like every time we would like actually ask questions, we would explain the answer, and then there was another question, we explain the answer, and then go back to, but I just don't understand. And so every time we were explaining, trying to provide context, it was like I just don't understand. Well, we're sorry. And then when we get past the sorry, then it's like, like this is a person. And, and when we explain where we were coming from, and then we try to looking for some kind of empathy, it's you one up us. So oh, that's that don't make no sense because even when we was oh wow, so dang, so not only do <laughs> what we say don't mean anything, you don't you don't really care to hear what we're saying. Sorry is not good enough, and you're stuck. Where you still stuck where we were two years ago at this point. So I ended up kind of taking lead on the whole thing and just saying, hey, look. On the Zoom. On the Zoom. I, I like, look, respectfully, like, no, it, it doesn't matter what we can say. It's not going to change anything as far as what happened. All I can tell you is we was in a space. We wasn't in a good space. And we really probably wasn't ready for that living arrangement. And y'all got the bad end of the stick going through a lot of stuff y'all went through. We truly are sorry. We never meant to be a part of the problem we wanted to be a part of the solution but we sorry that we were also part of the problem we truly sorry and you know we just i mean that's it like we, we're truly sorry and it ain't no fake ain't no front like i because y'all deserved better than that and we sorry for that uh week or so goes later and they get back in contact just my wife and her and basically um she was she was going to take a different approach originally but she decided not to and she just kind of was like trying to encourage like like I think 
I think therapy is necessary for everybody, kind of like you yeah. and me and everybody. I've done it before. I think it'd be something good for you. The reply from the stepmother, eight page blast. Well, your wife recommended therapy to her? Yes. And then she replied with an eight page Eight page like, blast of like a history of things you've done. Basically, of eight, eight page. <laughs> and so that's the last speaking of everything. Let me ask you a question. Yes. If someone that you had a disagreement with told you or recommended that you should go to therapy, how would you feel about it? I mean, I, pr- I would probably reply. It would trigger you. It would trigger you. Not no, not no. You may not send an eight-page record. Like yeah, I, ain't, I ain't talking about that. I'm saying I'm not, I'm not even saying they don't. The, I understand the trigger. Genuine emotion. You you get how I that get, could trigger someone. Right? I, I definitely get how it could trigger okay. someone. Gotcha. I, I don't want to get too personal about what the disagreement was about, but it sounds like that they think we're talking about a stepdad and a step well excuse me we're talking about a dad and a stepmom right yes so it sounds like that they think that you guys got over it on them in some sort of way and they're not able to get by it and you guys are apologizing you're saying hey this wasn't how we intended it to happen Mm -hmm. it did happen this way we're sorry about it it won't happen again and we want to move forward from here and they're still harping on the fact that it happened versus we move past it right Yes, and I'll give you just a small, just quickly, a, a small little context I can kind of help, help for the listeners for you. Um, they were going through a hard situation. They had some house troubles. They were moving back and forth between places, and we offered our home to them. They didn't have, really have nowhere to go, honestly. Um, they wasn't hurting financially, but they just it made more sense from a financial standpoint. Uh, prior, offering that offer to them, me and my wife were in a tough time. We were close to divorce. I mean, at least the conversation was becoming a real thing. We wasn't on the same page. We were just pandemic is prior to right before pandemic. So it was a lot of stuff going on. And we strongly were having a, I mean, I went and looked at, looked at the place. Like that's how real it was. And so that spirit and that energy was what we opened our doors. They moved into. into. And that was a part of what the FaceTime was. We brought that back context. But when we brought it, it was immediately like, oh, we, I, me and uh, me and him, we went through and it, it just got overlooked immediately. And we're trying to it's not that we're trying to excuse anything. We're just trying to maybe have an understanding. Don't make it right. That's not that. That's the misconception. So that part of it, um, I just want to say that that's where we were for them entering. And then we were in a house that wasn't really fit for that size family um, for, for grown people. Yeah, like it was two grown. How's different when it's two grown people and children? Yeah, it was three of us, but then it came. It was five of them, and they're tall, like all tall, like tall. Like five? Times. What do you mean five? Like kids so too? Yeah. So like yeah, so yeah. two families living together. Two families living together. And three of us, five of them. The experience we, wasn't like y'all thought it would be. No, we had a two bed. Really, like a two and a half bed. Like it was like a the, that you other guys room. were open enough to open up your home to them. And the experience just was bad. Is that like, am I following correctly? The experience was bad. Um, there was just a lot of discomfort as far as like we like our house a you certain way. Got to go into why. Like, yeah, it was just yeah, it's just a different. The experience was bad. Like the experience was bad. Like, has that been the source of the contention in the relationship between yes you? Like what we spoke about the, the 
the experience of them living with y'all. Yes, that's that's all of this is built on that. For those, I think it was maybe three, maybe four months. And now we on Zoom trying to reconcile. The well, we tried to reconcile then. That was there was a now, moment. I'm saying, we well, did what then. are we on Zoom doing though? Why we rekindling these emotions Having this conversation Because it was still held Because when we tried to the first time still, that was You still felt like they was looking at y'all like Oh yeah absolutely Like my friendship but they had y'all fucked up they, Well they, they were they had We had them that way Basically like they, they still was like well, you, Okay They so living we, with y'all though Okay see now you sound like my parents See this is a part of like <laughs> This is a part of the issue of for us okay. It's like okay, respectfully, understand like okay, we didn't, we might not have the right energy. Maybe we wasn't all smiles all the time. We wasn't feeling it. We really didn't like it, really, to be honest. You know what I mean? But we were trying to do the right thing, which is but, understandable, though. Yeah, like you got somebody living in your space, grown yeah. people, right? But we get that comparison where y'all live with us, and it was different. But it's like y'all. Oh house, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, mm-hmm. y'all live with them too. Yeah, but then they lived with us before that. Well, they broke off into pieces. So they lived with us before, moved out. We moved. Y'all in lived with them. with them. Excuse me. They lived with. They lived with us twice. Lived we lived with them. with them once. Okay. And throughout those experiences, mm-hmm. you're saying that y'all experience was just as bad as theirs was, which is our, why you don't see why they judging you like they are. Our experience wasn't as bad uh, as it was with them. But so it was admitting uh, to, like you admitting that the experience is not the same. So that's probably the standard that they holding y'all to, right? Yeah, like that's exactly. Y'all came to our house. That, we exactly. at least had this here for y'all. Yeah, and now we come to y'all house and it ain't. It don't feel. It ain't mm-hmm. that type of way. Yep. And now they judging you off of that. Yep. And the judgment has remained that way and since. Yep. Continuously moving forward. Okay, mm-hmm. I got you. Okay, I'm caught up. All right. Okay. Right, I'm, 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 well, you following I'm really fully, well. You following really well. I'm really good at comprehension. I'm really yeah. good at that. Uh, I do logic books. <laughs> you know, so, I, okay, I, I, I think what, what I'm wondering is mm-hmm. how maturation and progression played into this because okay. it sounds like at the end of the Zoom that they still had you fucked up and y'all still had them fucked up. So it wasn't really a lot of okay. I understand where you're coming from. It wasn't a lot of rich moments. Okay. And what we talked about with the bingo situation. It sounded mm-hmm. like a lot of y'all don't get me. I don't get y'all. Let's sever the ties and walk our separate ways. So fill me in from there. So the way it really ended, he um, he's on board uh, in regards to like this is how, the stepdad, the dad, the, the, the real dad. dad. Yeah, the real dad. Uh, he's on board like at the end of it he was just like he just felt like he felt like basically like he just he's he because he's a man so he gonna he received the apology he was just like i just wanted it to be acknowledged that y'all did those things like i wanted it to be acknowledged that y'all did those things i yeah it's funny that you said he's a man because i feel like i in my head before mm-hmm. when you said it, I said this sounds like some woman stuff. Yep, yeah, like, it is. I mean, women wasn't feeling good about this. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, because it's it's all about the the details. Like it's all about you know this technicalities. Sound like though, it sounds like some woman stuff. Not like nuts, nuts. For it to stretch this like long, it's definitely that. Yeah, it don't sound like something men can't get through. Like we we more like man, okay, whatever, bro. 
you trying i'm trying let's figure it the fuck out i don't want to fight you you ain't trying to fight me yeah. on it so let's figure it out moving forward but women need more detail they need more like mm-hmm. nah yeah bro i want to hammer this out yeah yeah it's it's all that so i'm following it it ended kind of like that i like i said i just took control because she kept she kept going on and on and over about the same things again just like the first meeting so i just kind of like i said i said look there's nothing we can say like i just said before um but then he 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 finished it by saying like hey you know he he, he received it and he said you know hopefully things can go back the way they was or maybe they won't but you know it's just good to know this thing so he seemed like he's he's on a neutral he's cool with it i was all right with it i mean i prayed before but i didn't really pray for anything as far as a, a benefit for me i more so prayed for like uh closure for them and, and more so like the relationship for my wife so it ended and i knew still that i talked about that night of them snapping on me in front of my daughter and it still just kind of got swept under the rug like oh well we we was in our right because we still felt basically we still felt some type of way so you had it coming almost they didn't say that but that's the way i processed it um and so it, it's a lot of it's just a lot of detail it's just a million details that we don't have enough airtime for but like ultimately where we at at this point is for me i'll tell you why i am where she is and i can tell you why i think they are and then we can get into like this part but like where i am is i, I again I, I thank y'all for everything that y'all have done in my life i appreciate you but i i can't move forward in a, a one-sided relationship where it's only what relationship yes and and it's only what you say because you're the parent you're the adult and then when we say things oh we're wrong or when we say things uh it's not valid or when we say things well it don't matter because we meant well so that that is kind of a it's it's a one-sided thing for me and i i i I won't go back to that unless we respect it as equals because that's where we at now we grown so i mean you always have a little bit more because you're the the parent and the ogs but i was just about to ask you that but but it won't how much grace do you give old people i'll give them a lot of grace it's gonna always be that there but it won't be a one-sided work real quick though yeah before we move past that when you're talking to your mom how much grace do you give her on like it's just different it's it's just a different generation i mean i always give grace in that regard like i so i, I definitely give this, grace with, but I, with I'm, these two people yeah. are you less likely to give grace because y'all had the disagreement uh can I you probably like understand where the disconnect is y'all being a younger generation of couples and them being an older generation uh i'm less likely because the lack of acknowledgement um, you don't think they're trying to understand y'all? No, no, no they wasn't. Y'all are trying to understand them. Yeah, we we understand them. That's how it brought us to let's let's apologize again. Okay. Like we already did before, but it was missed because of all the commotion. So let's do it again. But it's definitely like you you're not trying to see what we, you. Sorry, you're mad that we, you're almost mad that we said sorry. You know what I mean? You you're more like I want you to be punished. I want you to. So it's so I said all that. That's how it brought me to maturation progression because. I think that when you're in a position where you're over somebody, people look up towards you, not down, but up towards you. Like you're the OG, you're the elder statesman, you're the uh, veteran in the situation. I think that you got to handle things differently. So I, I, I wanted to ask you. Um, I know me and you talked about we both always been pretty much mature for our age, but I want to ask you, when did it click for you to to put it in the next gear? 
of like maturity as an adult. There's that young, I think I know some things, I'm going home, I'm at my great grandparents, all that. But when did it kick in that next gear where it's like, damn, okay, I, I'm grown. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta actually start being mature. I can't be this way with certain ladies. I can't be this certain way with the homies. I can't be this certain way at the job. When it clicked that next level of maturity, when can you think of a scenario, situation where you knew, all right, I gotta. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's 100% clear, too. Um, I think that comes with responsibility. And it's going to piggyback off the relation, or excuse me, off the conversation that Rich and I had last week about manhood. Um, responsibility and having to deal with, do certain things, that's going to make you to the question that you asked. Like at 20, at 20, 21 years old, I had my first like home like not an apartment like i didn't move out of my mom's house and go to a, I, I had a home like where you gonna make this man you gotta take care a home my mom was buying a home she had just met her husband and she was living with him so she's like here here's the home you're gonna pay the mortgage you're gonna pay the electric bill you're gonna pay the water bill make sure you keep a job and make sure that you can pay these bills as they come in because I just bought a house I'm not going to be living in it And you can have it That's a blessing Right hmm. It's cool But at 21 You really don't understand That responsibility So having to understand That responsibility At 21 That was the first time I felt like What you're talking about You took over your mom's home Absolutely hmm. She met her husband My mom And her long term Boyfriend Broke up at Maybe When I was Finishing high school she had been dating him for maybe the whole time that I had been in school, maybe I want to say 12, 13 years. And then she met, they broke up. She met like uh, her husband that she's been married to now for 20 years. And in the process of meeting him, he was well off. He had a lot of, I've told, I've talked about him before on here. He got restaurants and corner stores and all these different type of things. So in meeting him, she lived with him. Right? So like it's, she had just bought a home because she had broke up with her long-term boyfriend, but also she had moved in with her new boyfriend who was rich, but she had just bought a home too. And it wasn't rich in the sense of, oh, baby, I'll take care of your son that lives in your home somewhere. It was like, okay, well, I just bought this house because me and my ex broke up. Now I need someone to take care of it because I'm living with my husband now. So here's the mortgage. Here's the electric bill. Here's the water bill. Here's the cable. You figure the shit out on your own. Here are these things that you need to be able to do at 21 years old. So, I'm, responsibility. Hmm. Also, moving here to Atlanta. Leaving that situation and being like, well, I could be cool here for the rest of my life and have a home that I didn't have to go through and buy. Or I could go to Atlanta and figure out something totally new because I think it will be dope for podcasting and what I'm doing in videography but the responsibility is, is how do you make this work how do you find a job how do you find living situations how do you find friends how do you find people all of those responsibilities made me grow up it made me start like to the things of what you're saying like i had to start looking at shit different i couldn't just be like um i'm gonna play it how it comes hmm. i can be nonchalant i cannot give a fuck and you know i'll figure it out got my mom's home here like i got to figure it out in the sense of like no these are your responsibilities now did that answer your question yeah it did I was but i feel like the move is like there's a lot of steps of maturity before the move though 
in what sense? Because there's, uh, I think when you start to really gain maturation, I think that there's a confidence that goes into it because there's a level of confidence that required for you to feel comfortable enough and maturity to be able to say, hey, I can handle myself as a grown man. I'm good without the resources. I was fucking scared. I was but, terrified, but, 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 but you I had, wanted to do something new. But you had, but you knew you had the maturity to say, I, I don't know how everything's going to land, but I know I can take care of myself. I know I'm going to go to work. I know I'm going to wherever I stay, I'm going to take care that. of my. Yeah. So that's why I say I feel like that's a there's that. That's why I said the like the first notch into like maturity, and then that's like okay, there's there's been steps building up to because if. If you was even immature, like there's just, I mean, you, we see black men all the time. Like, I listen to a podcast they talking about baby boy and like the dissertation for like this being like a common theme. I hate that boy, boy, but it's so real though. It's so real. But anyway, um, I mean, it's a lot of black men like that. Like, <laughs> but it is, but it's I know it's kind of unrealistic too. Okay, we we gonna and, have and only have, the reason, yeah, yeah. We'll have another because I, I love to hear what you what you say. Good, yeah, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right, this, but, this conversation is too good for us to talk about. That. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, okay, yeah, I think um, you're saying that that maturation from hey, you're in your mom's house and you got to pay the mortgage, you got to mm-hmm. pay the electric bill, and making the, the decision to be like, well, no, I'm moving to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There, there's That's there i think there's at. a there's a level up there I, I don't think it's the same level i think you keep i think you keep growing in maturation but i think mm-hmm. right there i think there's a different level from like i'm gonna take this crib to like i'm gonna move into a whole nother crib or somewhere on a whole nother state with no real resources you know what i mean to say i i'm mature enough to be you know be grown be adult not lean on mama not lean on you know what i mean like there's another level there where you know the maturity is a little bit it's a lot different you know what i mean um you know what there there is a a moment and i'm 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 not even sure my mom knows this or her husband knows this but she said something to me like kind of joke i don't even know if i've talked about it on here kind of jokingly um not really being serious and challenging me but just kind of like uh, I want you to know what people say and she she said to me one day she said this is before he got to know me and I don't really hold it against him because it's going to sound crazy but the guy she was dating and her husband actually said your, your son is probably going to end up living right there in your home taking care of your house for the rest of his life because it was such a good setup for him Mm. she said that to me before I moved to Atlanta and quietly that's been one of the fueling factors to the things and and what I do to what I do because again it wasn't he's he's my mom I always dated older people so he's older than her Mm. he wasn't saying it necessarily in a sense of disrespect but I took it that way Mm mm-hmm I took it in the sense of he thought that I thought that I had it easy. Mm-hmm. So I would just ride that out until the death. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be cool. That was one of the main things that I heard. Because when I was leaving to go to Atlanta, my mom asked me not to go. I'm mm-hmm. an only son. She don't got 
other kids that like like ain't none of that she was like you know you don't have to do this wow and one of the fueling factors was her telling me that he said that that i would probably be right there in that house paying that mortgage and just that that would be it because it's so easy huh in the same conversation or like the timeline's different no no these different this different time like i i'm so fucked up in the head like i hold on to shit and listen to shit over and over the motherfucker it's a perfect conversation then for you yeah (laughs) this ain't this wasn't something that like all in the same conversation this is just something that i heard in passing Mm -hmm. of her saying to me almost jokingly but me being offended by it just because of the personality that i have of being spike Lou, like he got me fucked up there's no way that the 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 life that i plan to live is oh i'm gonna be here and just accept what i've been given and like I got a good deal out of it and you can just live in your mom's house and pay these bills for the rest of your life and you'll be cool. That wasn't what I saw myself as. Mm-hmm. But it bothered me so much that another person saw me like that. Because I had always considered myself as someone who work hard, someone who do this, do that, and the third. So you're going to look at me and be like, oh, he can do big things. So for someone who was successful to look at me and be like, oh, well, I only see this. Mm-hmm. That struck a fire under me. Like, mm-hmm. nah, you got me. You have me fucked up. Like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So a part of the reason of leaving and being like, nah, I gotta go do this on my own. I gotta go find my own job. Go to a place where I don't have any friends. Go to a place where I gotta figure it out on my own off a dream that I have with on deck TV and try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to be remembered for. Not a nigga who was given something and just had to maintain it and take care of. It. And plus, you worked at one of his spots too, didn't you? Yeah, I worked at his store and his uh, his restaurant. He got a store, a restaurant. So that, was that and, all? And that was, was part of part okay. of that fueled it too. Okay, because I about because to say that would I all knew, be in there. Yeah, absolutely. Because I knew working at both of those spots for him that I, I was cold at what I did, like working at that store where it was in the environment. If I were to take you there when we meet up. If we were to go to Nashville and I would take you to that store and you'd be like, nah, I don't believe you worked here, bro. Like, it's that hood of a spot. But I held it down. Like, yeah. people came in there, they fucked with me. I had prior relationships, of course, but just because of just being outside and doing what I have done. Yeah. That was a part of it. And also just having that knowledge that most people don't have that ain't grew up in those environments. Like, he didn't understand some of the shit that I was able to get off in that store. Mm-hmm. But like how how you know what he was talking about? How you know what he was just just, just small shit, mm-hmm. and it come from just being outside and just being the person that I was. But again, you're right. That was a great question to ask. Mm-hmm. Working for him in those different spots also was a thing that triggered a thing in it for me. It was like, no, you know what? I am gonna go here. And I am gonna do this, and I am gonna work hard. And I am gonna work to make sure that when people speak of me or mention my name, that they know it for that. Not any was, other bullshit. That, was the Atlanta move already in the works before this information? Nope. It was random. It was random. It was AB. It was AB calling me and being like, bro, I moved to Atlanta with these random ass niggas. We, we have an apartment. But the, the only thing that made the Atlanta move um, cohesive was Animal Brown and I had been doing On Deck TV. Okay. Like we had been recording stuff. We had been getting artists to come to the studio we had been working on a plan to how can we make this pop 
from Nashville and then he up and moved because he lost his job and he moved to Atlanta with mm-hmm. two other niggas who were in music and he was cool with I yeah. really wasn't that cool with right. and he was down there two weeks and then again that conversation about being here and, and living in your home that happened a long time ago mm-hmm. but it just so happened that I had the opportunity where I wasn't working anywhere what I needed to have a commitment to and within the two weeks of AB moving down there he called me and I was like, man, you know what? I'm coming. I'm moving down there too, bro. If them niggas that you live with will have me, I'm going to bring my own couch. I'm going to bring my own shit. And like, I'll live with y'all until I find somewhere to live and work. And they said, cool. And I moved down there. You know, <clears throat> there's some, the, the, I look at that situation. I see a mature aspect of, I could have went back at this dude for that information. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could have, I, I could have, you know what I mean? I could have pulled up on a radio guy. <laughs> Words of Charlemagne. Like. Now, you know what the craziest thing is, though? Yeah. Then, at that age, mm-hmm. I did feel like that. But now, at my older age, I don't. Yeah. Because I get it now. He wasn't saying that as a slight. No. I'm just giving you a, a, what I think is going to happen is my husband, excuse me, a husband talking to his to his wife. Yeah. She just so happened to tell me, and it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. It wasn't intended to be that, right? You know what I'm saying. But you, but you see, but you see how, at that age, how if you let it brew, and it's undealt with, kind of like the situation I spoke about. Look at all the angles you could take on that. Like you could, you could be like, wait, what? Where do you get the audacity talking to me, talking about me like that? Wait a yep. minute, you're the same you dude talking to me, and I've been running your stores. You 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 could take so you know how many angles you could take Facts. of that information, but the mature aspect is like no, I'm going to use it as fuel. And you may not have been thinking that at that time, like as far as I'm being mature about it, but that was a mature move. Instead of I'm going to pull up and confront you at that time because you felt like that's worth confronting. Now you look at it now, it's like no, nah, it wasn't even no, it wasn't even nothing like that. But that speaks to everything that I'm talking about as far as like just giving things more weight than it needs bro i yeah anyway i keep it moving but uh um, no no don't keep it moving go go into that what you mean when you say that it's, 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 more weight than it needs? because this is good it's it's because it's editing, so you got to cut all this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny he's like, i'm on your time bro I'm on, uh, I'm on your time <laughs> uh nah but it's like like just like time can be a, a a blessing and it can be a uh it, it can be an advantage and a disadvantage because time can work in the favor of healing you can heal from things giving it time you know they say time heals all wounds but it also can be a disadvantage because the weight the weight level that you give situations that are unresolved a mature thing is to handle the situation relatively sooner than later the longer you give it the more weight it has and now it becomes this bigger thing and you forget the foundation of how small it is, which is kind of like the situation. If we look at the situation it, it, from from a bird's, bird's eye view, for men, men will look at this when they had time, it's this. You didn't have nowhere to go. You live with us. We were trying to do the right thing, but we wasn't the most, most uh, 
cordial or comfortable people to live with y'all didn't have a good experience there and so it didn't work out but we did try to make it right and apologize for y'all experience there that's the that's the general but then right. you get into the details and the details start to become heavier because of time of letting it linger instead of un- dealing with it on the spot being mature on it so it just it just i don't know just some things like i don't know like for me time has healed my wounds but for t- time for her hasn't it's done the opposite it's become it made it heavier so i don't See, know I, that's the thing that we've spoken about on this podcast before the difference between men and women yeah. the reason that we have this conversation amongst ourselves as men is because we're more logical than we are emotional yeah and over time what happens is logic starts to creep in mm-hmm. not emotion like mm-hmm. emotion is removed over time especially for us yeah before a woman who was feeling emotion emotional about that mm-hmm. in the very beginning like she never gonna let go of that emotion mm-hmm. but for us and my my thing in your situation and my situation is i continue to think about it and me continuing to think about it gave me the logic I needed to be able to process it and be like, you know what? This wasn't a bad thing mm-hmm. because the relationship between my mom's husband and me now is great. Yeah. Like I'm asking him, hey, how do you make money? I mean, a millionaire a couple times over. Yeah. And I'm able to ask him and have conversation with him without him looking at me and looking at looking at me and seeing that same dude that he thought was going to be in that house that his mom bought for him however 20 years ago mm. now because of logic and us being men in the situation he seemed like well damn i thought this one thing about him i'm having conversations with him now he's well off mm. like he's doing the things that he needs to be able to do and i i had him fucked up so when he asked me a question now logically as a man i want to share that information with him because i know that you have what it takes to be successful Mm -hmm. because i thought this one thing about you one thing however (laughs) you're continuing to prove me wrong and i ain't a nigga to get proven wrong a lot because i made a lot of smart business decisions i made a lot of smart things to do however it may be to be successful in my career however you're a person and, and and one of the perfect things that you said about this, I didn't need to confront him. It wasn't a it wasn't a him thing. Mm-hmm. It was a me thing. You feel this way about me, and I feel like it's wrong. So you know what? I ain't gotta pull up on you. I ain't gotta ask you about it. I gotta change it in my house. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I'm the nigga that need to change it and can change it, and now when I'm having conversations with you 20 years later. You sharing stock investment tips and you're sharing, oh, well, this is how I make money doing this and you can do this, that, and the third to make money. Conversations that you never thought that you would have because you underestimated me. Now I'm pulling up 20 years later and you're like, God damn, I'm surprised. Here, here's some information to where I can make you even better because I had you so fucked up in the beginning. Same thing with you. You're saying that your wife bringing you back to these conversations, but you're over it. You well, no, as not, man, no, not not her. The other her. The others, steps. The others. But you as a man, you've logically gotten over it. Yeah. And you're looking at it now like, okay, now what type of conversations can we have for me to benefit from this? Mm-hmm. The reason that you saw that shit on the Zoom is being a waste of time because y'all are not telling me nothing new. Mm-hmm. Y'all just going over old shit that you're mad at me about. 
Yeah. All right, we got that out of the way. I may have made a mistake as a man. I'm sorry we all fall short sometimes. Yeah. What are we doing now in this Boy. relationship for you to be able to fuck with me and me, me be able to fuck with you and us make each other better? Yep. That's the thing that you got to do. And that's piggybacking off of manhood, going into maturation and progression. That's a part of it. How do you make people receive you in the yeah. sense of like, nah, I got him fucked up? Yeah. Let me ask this, man. Like, like, what do you do? Like, when you 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 have relationships, it might be a homeboy, homegirl, family member. Like, the trajectory y'all was on was like, y'all was, you know, like, man, when we was young, like, yo, I'm gonna do this when I get older, or what, even if you don't necessarily know what you're gonna get older, but you know, you're gonna be about something. You're not gonna always be in clowning around all the time. Y'all, you know, you know when you got close you people, like more. more. You what do you do them. when you come? You come back to Tennessee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe not now so much because it's different, but like back then when you maybe first moved to Atlanta, or like you coming back to Tennessee and like some people that were saying they were going to be doing some things or doing this, they didn't. They didn't do that. As a matter of fact, not only did they not do that, like them nigga, they they didn't even really change. And these are people that you have real relationships with. Where where do you go from there? Do you? I, I work so hard that they're not even comfortable hitting me up. I work so hard that they're not even comfortable in the sense of I'm in the same space. I'm gonna hit Lou up and see what he got going on when he come into town, knowing that I'm in the same space that I was in the last time. Like it's very few people that I deal with when I even go back to my hometown, and those people that I do deal with, I like. Like we're friends Like best of friends 20, 30 years now And They don't hit me up On bullshit Cause again I, We've talked about it here I, I'm with my family The most of the time mm -hmm. That I'm there Same The other place That I'm at the most And I ain't got the hat on today I wish I had it on It would be perfect it Was the makeshift <laughs> Yeah Was the makeshift Tequila bar And My homeboy TK He didn't have One Doubt in hitting me up Because again He built that shit like him and his homeboy were in there building tables and bars and doing all the handyman stuff themselves and being able to say man i worked hard at this so i'm able to present this to you i ain't been doing this bullshit for the last 10 years i ain't been doing that i've been working hard at something that i know that i can make pop because all of them see me doing my podcast shit. they ain't never seen me stop doing that in the last 10 years so when niggas hit like my best friend for 30 years hit me up today and we hardly ever talk and the reason that we hardly ever talk because we have different interests in life but he hit me up today he was like bro i got an idea for a podcast it would be great to do this my my friends know when they hit me up it need to be about stuff like that progression shit mm. it, it can't be about ah man have you seen this car or have you seen this whatever it is bullshit that we used to frivolously talk about in our earlier ages we don't talk about that no more like even with troll he hits me up again friend of the show like i asked him absolutely as he was hitting me up and telling me like how much he appreciated another week in the books my first question to him was i know he has a clothing brand and, and things that he's trying to push off what can i do to help you out mm. And he was like, it really ain't nothing that you could do to help me out, but here's the mission behind it. Here's what I want to prove. Here's what it's about. Here's why I started it. And I'm like, cool, well, that helps me. Now I can talk about it. I can let people know. 
but those are the things that all of my long-term friends they know that i'm on that so either they won't call me well when they do call me they, it's about those things it's not about like shit that we would have talked about 20 years ago it's not about madden it's not about cars it's not about clothes it's about like i've seen you leave here like you left us to go do some shit that you felt like that you could do and you could be successful at and i see you doing that i've seen you doing that for the last 10 years i also want to share in that intensity with you so here's something that i've been working on mm -hmm. like all of my friends that hit me up they hit me up on stuff like that mm -hmm. even with derb like derb and i are cool we go play golf and all of those things he listened to the on deck tv podcast and knew for a long time like he tried for a couple of times to be like well i got a podcast idea about this that, and third i'm like bro it's cool whatever podcast idea that you have i'll help you with it but you just have to be serious about it mm -hmm. because you've seen me working over the last decade you know what i'm about like you know that i'm serious about the things that i do that's one of the things that i appreciated about you and our relationship like you came into this serious Hey, Spike Lou, here's what I did. You like this. I see the opportunity. What about this? And then I hit you with, okay, well, yeah, we can get there. But what do you think about this? And you were receptive to it. It didn't have to be your way. It didn't have to be one thing. You were like, okay, well, I got the attention of this nigga. He got the platform. He's willing to do this with me. If he says that we need to do this first, then I'm willing to do it. Those are the type of friends or those are the type of things that all the people in my life hit me up about. It ain't, I, I, I very rarely have frivolous conversations about, hey, man, what are you doing? Uh, the, the weather is this, that, and the third. Like everyone that hits me up that I talk to on a day to day basis, we're talking about business. We're talking about how to make each other better. We're talking about how to be that person where I can depend on, where, like, even if shit don't go great or how I expose it to, or excuse me, how I expected it to, it's gonna go in the sense of, I've been grinding, working, trying to make it what I needed to speak. Hmm. Is there room for things that are not business? Yeah, absolutely. It sometimes get frustrating though. Like I, I, I do like talking to people about stuff that's not business and I appreciate it, but sometimes people feel intimidated because I do seem so focused on that that they don't want to hit me up about it. Like the only person really did. You don't think that's a problem? Yeah. I do because it makes me feel like I'm working all the time yeah it makes me feel like people can't all the time just like relax I, yeah but yeah because I feel like you got a lot to regulation. offer like the more we talk I'm yeah. like I bet I'm like I bet Spike will be like like we've laughed about some goofy stuff about having fun and like stuff like yeah. I'm like I bet Spike people is a lot more mis cool on like yeah they get the misconception of me that I'm not yeah. as cool as I am because yeah. I, I am so business centric yeah. but no like I love like just random okay. like like the memes and oh yeah. man you remember this like all that shit is still cool with me I okay. love all of that shit still but okay. again it's probably almost overcompensating for myself and why I want to be what I want to do that it seems that I'm so centered on those things but not nah, like i love like okay you, you me and rich yeah, uh, kick yeah. The shit, and that's why i was so happy to see you sending those things i'm right. like like yeah like, this, this is dope I, from spot i, I love that because i know yeah because i know rich me and rich will send something like but like that's dope seeing that from you i'm like and again i know you have more i know you have humor i know all these things but it's it's your time usage that i'm looking at and so i'm looking at how spike lou uses his time and i'm like 
he's probably not gonna use his time for something that's goofy, funny, clever. Like I'm, it's no, got like that though. That's what so I'm saying. That's cool. To that's me. the misconception. Yeah, yeah, that's the misconception a lot of people get because I am so serious and don't know how to let my guard down that much. People think that all all that he wants to do or talk about is that. Like, nah, I'm, that's the total opposite. Yeah, I love people that know how to mix the two. Okay. Yeah, I think that's why this this whole thing works. Um, Absolutely. You, I tell you what, what I appreciate most about you, Mo, and the reason that it works, and th- this is a great podcast for the people to listen to. You're not afraid to ask questions. Like you're not afraid to be like, well, bro, I don't really get where you're coming from, or I don't understand, or why are you so uptight about this? Mm-hmm. Like you're genuinely interested in finding out about me. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that I really wanted to focus on when doing this show. Mm-hmm. As Big Jeff would tell you, like, I was trying to do something like this for a long time, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find, and I knew I didn't want to do it by myself. Yeah, I couldn't course. find someone with the inquisitiveness that you had. Yeah. Like, well, you you don't you don't feel a certain type of way with asking a nigga, like, well, bro, what do you mean? Or <laughs> I wanted to ask you about that yeah. because I was in awe of it. Like yeah. a lot of niggas that try to act like, oh, you don't impress me. Yeah. Like yeah. that's probably like a lot of niggas will act like that, bro. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not impressed by that. So you can't do or have these conversations that you and I have. And it's not just one way. I feel the same way about you. Like there's some things that you state and you say that I'm impressed by. Hmm. So I have to ask additional questions to it. Yeah. And I know you feel the same way. Like Absolutely. you see some stuff you're like that impresses me. Like, let me figure out yeah. how we get to that point. A lot of niggas you can't do that with, bro. A lot of niggas got too much pride for that. Mm. <sighs> Man, so much this more. I want to. I want to go with this. I, I'm so intrigued at where you're going with everything here. I, I just, and I'll speak to some, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll wrap this. I know. I know. Hopefully, the listeners is loving this. This this has definitely got some time on this one. But like, I I really had a hard time, and I. I don't have a hard time now, but like I have family members. I got cousins. Like, you know, I've had homeboys, you know, from college, bros, you know, like where like y'all still like like you still stuck in the same place. And like it was a challenge for me. I, I don't mind I, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge nostalgia guy. I wanna do a nostalgia podcast if I can make time for it. But <laughs> But like I'm a huge nostalgia guy, so I love reminiscing about like the old days, and that's that's the thing that makes me happy. It makes me feel good. Um, but like I got family members where it's like, dang, you still doing the same thing, bro. Like you still not there for your kids. Like you still not, you still like looking for the next sack, and not like you try. You your whole day is built around finding this sack. Pause. You know what I mean? Your whole your I got people that are like you're still mad about. And it's just like it's so challenging for me because it's like I I have such a belief in humanity, you know what I'm saying? I guess it's like because I feel like everybody has a story. I feel like everybody has a dopeness about them. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just always a challenge for me. Like when people that haven't quite progressed, and I'm not looking for you to level with me, like on the same level. It's just like seeing growth from where we started to where we're going, and. I, I I totally relate to. We talk about it all the time. Shouts out to Rich, but like we talk about it all the time about the necessity of the move. You move into uh, 
Georgia, me moving to Florida, all that. It's, it's got that built right in it. So um, this is a conversation that we will probably revisit at some point. A lot of, at some point, I want to I want to notify y'all that a lot of these conversations we never can. You talk about things more than once in real life. So understand that at some point, some of these subjects we'll talk about a little bit more as life progresses for us. So, but uh, there's just there's so much more there. But I, I I'm grateful. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of the, the the topics may be reoccurring because it's a part of growth, right? You yeah. got to talk things out. People got to hear it. People got to get familiar with it. You got to be able to make the right decisions. But yes, um, I think this was a dope conversation, man. Oh it was yeah, really good. It didn't really go the way that we thought it was going to go in the oh, sense man. of but <laughs> it, it it went really good in the sense of I think people would take something from this I was able to vent get some stuff on my chest and you were able to as well yeah. and both was able to learn something yeah, and, I, and, and that's I, what I, another week in the books is about bro yeah yeah it is and I love it I'm, I'm so glad Absolutely. to be back again uh, before we get out of here though Spike um, what do you got going on and I didn't get to ask though What was your experience like too Just leading us out of here Like uh, just kind of audible in it Like setting up the subjects and all What was that like for you as well Before we get out of here As well as what you When you were gone on? Yeah well, I knew I could depend on Rich Again man I don't want to show him too much Credit in this Like we <laughs> You're a hard working man though Yeah he is man Rich is really good Again I'm glad That you introduced yeah. me to him me too. I'm glad that I was able To meet that brother But I knew that I would be able to depend on him to get some uh, good topics, good information going. And I knew that Derb had been, again, we go play golf usually on the weekends, he and I, that's my golf buddy. So I knew that he really wanted to get his brand off the ground. Mm-hmm. So I thought that it would be dope to be able to launch it here because I do see his show as a... Um, a baby of another week in the books mm-hmm. it won't be what you and I do but it'll be what you and I do amongst men and women mm-hmm. not just black men Yeah. so I really wanted to give him the platform a couple of weeks to be able to talk get familiar, get more comfortable and that was a thought process I just wanted to keep people entertained while you were away and not have them say I mailed it in over the three <laughs> weeks you were gone mailed it in. Uh, again, because again as this whole story just went through with how I feel like people perceive me and think yeah. that all you in this house forever. Like I just again, it's just that's a personal. That's new info. I'm I'm glad you you presented that. That makes a it's, lot of it's sense. Personal, it's, yeah, it's personal motivate for me, man. Like one of the biggest things for me, it people being in my ear motivating me and saying, "Oh man, you can do it." Like mm-hmm. when I get wind of a motherfucker thinking that I can't, y'all, that's the best. Doubt me. Oh, yeah. Or like thinking that uh, he ain't about he ain't built like oh, this. Oh yes, that's the thing. That's probably gonna like the fire under my ass the most. Oh, yeah. And uh, not saying that you thought that way about me over the three weeks, but I knew that people out there expected the best over three weeks. The three weeks that you were gone, so I enjoyed it, man. Okay, yeah, like this is what I do. Yeah, I plan on being one of the multi faceted media companies in this generation. So this is what I do. He top five, man. Top four. So you said there ain't five of them better than you. He top four. What you got no, going on, Spike? This this is going on. Another week in the books is going on. Yeah. Derb's new podcast is going on. Um, Dead in Sports. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to Ken. 
Ends, my guy Nikki Duce, FIFO 24-7, Shelton J. We are back in season. We took a couple of weeks off because there was no football. There were really no sports. But sports is coming back. Like I told you, Mo, in the next two weeks, football season will be started. So that new dead-end feed will be pumping to you live every Tuesday. So you guys, make sure you go check that out for the sports topics. Of course, um, On Deck TV every Wednesday. Good earners on Friday. Another weekend of books. Monday. Also on Monday. Wait, wait, excuse me. The earners on Monday. There you go. Another weekend of book on Friday. Yeah. You got to get this shit. That's what I'm working on. This is my man, goal for he's the, a busy the, guy, right? my last. Hey, man, my last quarter of this year, my goal is working with someone who can help me um, put all of this stuff together. Okay. Like put something together with everything to where yeah. people will know where it's at, where it's going to be. How to promote? You need, you need a link that's tree. My goal, link tree, or yep. even just a uh, a marketing plan mm-hmm. to help people understand what it is that I do, okay. how effective that I am in doing. But yeah, a link tree will be a part of it too. <laughs> what about you? What about uh, your new roles? Yeah, you absolutely right. I, yeah, if y'all have been following my page, uh, the underscore conceptual underscore Maurice Hunt, I don't really promote my page because I don't post over there really, but. It's funny that the people I call them my rollers. It's funny that the the people that follow roll they don't like nothing else I post. Like I post, check out good earners. I post another week of books. Nobody pop up when, when I post anything. Roll they pop up out of the woodworks. They leave a comment. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, when do you? You know. So it's funny they they keep a watch on it. So uh, again, for those I that really listen, wish I would have been able to get a part in this last uh, last season. Oh, this guy. I told I told you, man. I would have. We never know what the future holds. I got some ideas, but I gotta again. Uh, I gotta see how it's gonna work behind a paywall. So, for those that are that listen, uh, listen to my show, roll the audio drama series. Shouts out to Rich again. You know he's our guy, but uh, he's listened to all three seasons, and so we're, we're gonna do something later on, kind of like a interview conversational thing at some point. Um, I'm, I you about it. Yeah, because he was he he was talking to me in real time about like episodes, but I wasn't revealing too much because I know he wanted to like he he's creating some stuff right now that I'm not I don't know exactly, but uh, y'all go check out Roll the Audio Drama Series it's three seasons so far. Uh, the fourth season I have officially written all eight episodes, so it's done. I just got to record it and mix it. Uh, I got to do a little proofing on it, but y'all please go run that up and this fourth season is going to be exciting it's going to be a great way to land this plane so y'all go check that out like you said good earners on monday um and i think that is it uh follow us another week in the books on instagram and that phone number i think it's a 470 number may y'all start sending y'all hit us up there's listeners that that never said anything as we get out of here there's listeners that never spoke a word that hasn't IG'd us, hasn't emailed us, hasn't left a comment, left a review. I, I'm challenging y'all. If y'all really rock with us, y'all rock with this these conversations. I'm asking y'all to reach out, be a part of the show, man. This is a community based. This our success is built on the change and the impact on people's lives. So I'm asking y'all. I'm challenging y'all. Reach out to us. We friendly. Y'all already know if y'all listening. So we appreciate y'all. Anything else, bro? That number is 470-318-5034. Go ahead and text us stuff that you want included into the show or leave us a voicemail, voice note, whatever you want to be included to the show. But it is 470-318-5034. And you heard it here. We out. Absolutely.